Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. So we're playing the waiting game again. I don't know. Do you like playing the waiting game? So the, do the hokey pokey and yeah. Anyway, uh, so we're waiting for the next shoe to drop. It is a holding pattern. You know, how you fly into like O'Hare, and there's a lot of planes ahead of you, and you have to circle the airport. Right now, we are circling the airport in what I believe is the number one concert tour. Of January. Number one. Cheetah Palooza 2020 is the name of it. And uh, it's coming to a city near you. It started in Houston. Based in Houston, the Cheetah Palooza 2020 Major League Baseball style. Started in Houston, then worked its way to Boston. And now it is going back down I-95 and heading in to New York 
City. Because two managers, we know this, two managers, if you're keeping track at home, like you're listening at home, uh, but two managers have already lost their jobs. We know that. Uh, the Astros sign-skilling uh, shenanigans, uh, A.J. Hinge, he gone. Alex Cora, he gone. You're fired. And now we could have a third. We are awaiting the fate of Carlos Beltran, who is on managerial death row right now. Yeah, he is on managerial death row, and he will likely be the third. And if you've not been paying attention, it's a bad job by you. Don't worry. I'm paying attention for you. So broadcast reports out of Gotham say the Mets are, quote, wavering in their support for Carlos Beltran, who they just hired in November. <laughs> they just hired him in November and now they are wavering. So we'll, we'll get into it. It's, it is time for our obligatory Major League Baseball cheating scandal Maller monologue as we continue our in-depth team coverage. We have an army of people covering Cheetah Palooza 2020. And get your T-shirts there. There's a T-shirt. You know, I love the. You go to a, a concert, you get that T-shirt. It's got all the cities where the uh, cheat, you know, the concert tour went to, and it's all right there. All right. So the question: Will Carlos Beltran? be a survivor is he going to be able to make it through i thought he would have already been fired i thought he was going to be let go on wednesday it didn't happen he's in the middle of a firestorm and a poop storm at the same time so can he make it through i continue to maintain and i'm going to double down the answer is no the answer is no i'm going to tell you right now carlos beltran does not make it past the weekend he likely doesn't make it past today as the mets manager if we're sitting here on monday well, we won't be talking about this unless something crazy happens because we'll have Championship Sunday in the NFL and we'll know who's in the Super Bowl. Uh, but when we get back to this, we circle the wagons back around to this, and if Beltron's still the Mets manager on Tuesday, well, then we got something. So I've got cooties, hysteria, and soap, and we will combine all these things together. We'll tie them together and lock them in. Now, A, Carlos Beltron, who had a decorated career with a number of teams, like, who do you associate Carlos Beltran with? He came up with the Royals, but he bounced all over the place. Like, I don't think there's one team, played with the Cardinals for a while, played with the Yankees. I mean, they, there's not one particular team, played with the Mets, that you associate Carlos Beltran with. He's a vagabond. He's a hobo. And he is about to be exiled from the Mets organization. All the signs, all the indicators say that Carlos Beltran's going to be thrown overboard. The, the Mets are no different than any other big corporation. Right? Corporations talk about how you know they got your back and all that stuff. And I, I work in the advertising business in radio, and I see this all the time. They love you, and then there's a scandal, and then they run for the hills. Uh, the first sign of scandal. All big businesses operate the same way. They're obsessed with optics. And the, the first ones to run out of a building that might or might not be on fire. Uh, they're those people. And for Major League Baseball, this is a five-alarm blaze. Burn, baby, burn. Uh, everyone associated with this scandal, that eight-, nine-page report from Rob Manford, everyone has cooties. Uh, everyone's got the cooties uh, that is involved in this, and they have some stank is what they have on, on their hands. And in this case, I actually agree with the camp that say Beltron has to be out. I know there's some people that are trying to be cool and contrarian, and I often like to be contrarian, but on this one, I'm not going to be contrarian. 
Now, some of you say, well, Beltron was a player. No, it's not that big a deal. But I'm on the pro-guillotine uh, side of this. It is a bad look for the Metropolitans to they keep Carlos. They dropped the guillotine on him, too. To keep Beltron in the, in the dugout. He has been, the word is compromised. And for the crowd that is saying that Beltron deserves amnesty because he was a player, he's not a coach at the time he was a player, that's not how it works with grown-ups. There is a price to pay. I believe everyone associated with this, all of those players should be suspended. Baseball didn't have the balls. They're a bunch of pussy willows at Major League Baseball. Uh, they, they wanted their cake. They wanted to eat it too. They're like, well, we're going to say that we, we have an iron hand and this punishment is unprecedented. They let every single player skate except Beltran. Every single dirty dog from Houston got a free pass. That's tough punishment? That's tough punishment? Really? Okay, I, I man, I don't I don't recall that being tough punishment back back in the day. But if you look at this and you break it down point by point and all that, there's a price to pay, as we said. Everyone who has been tied to this has lost their job except Carlos Beltran. Beltran was the only name in that report that hasn't yet been whacked. Everyone else is gone. And now you say, well, he was only named once in the report. That's true. But it implied that he was a central figure in brainstorming with Alex Cora on how to cheat more efficiently. So if you're, you can say, hey, give, give him credit. This is brilliant. They won a World Series, the Astros, in large part, I believe, because of this. Subjective, I believe, because of this. Uh, they, they won the, the World Series. My evidence is the 2017 games in Houston where it didn't matter what the Dodger pitchers threw. The Astros, it's amazing. It's like they knew what was coming. Bang, bang. So bang, shocking. Bang. Yeah. So I was having flashbacks uh, to that. So again, the, the, the story implied that I, that Beltron and Cora were working together. And so Beltron, Carlos Beltron, will be excommunicated from the Big Apple. Yeah, hate to see it unless you don't hate to see it. Yeah, you don't. Now, part B of this, as we predict, as we take a little victory lap here, the pressure has been ratcheted up. Up, 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 and away in uh, New York. This is low-hanging fruit for the baseball media, right? Now, I, I get that it's 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 got a lot of elements that are good because you've got big names, very arrogant people involved in this. Not just Beltron, who's arrogant, but A.J. Hinch, that famous news conference where he was mocking the idea that the Astros would cheat. He said, well, if we worked, uh, we would do it in spring training. Apparently, they were doing it in spring training. Um, but it, it's got a lot of juicy parts to it. And who doesn't like that? So it is tremendous clickbait. And we have seen a media feeding frenzy. There is, as we've pointed out all week here, blood in the water and Carlos Beltran hysteria went off the tracks uh, around the Mets, and it's the number one topic of conversation I know on New York sports radio. Uh, locally, there, they're talking about it all uh, all day and all night, and they shouldn't have hired him in the first place. I, that's my argument. Why did they hire him? What, are they, what kind of bath salts are they smoking hiring Carlos Beltran as their manager? So with that as my background, you know, ergo, it's no loss for the Mets. If they remove Beltron, big deal. I mean, Brody Van Wagenen, the embattled general manager of 
the Mets. This is a huge embarrassment. He looks like a clown. He should put the clown nose on. It, it's been enjoyable to watch. He's a pretty arrogant guy, a build, uh, born with a silver spoon and all that, and he's squirming, a lot of people squirming, a lot of uneasiness around baseball, a lot of restless people around Major League Baseball, a lot of sleepless nights, which is good for me because I do an overnight show, so I like the people that can't sleep that have insomnia because of this. Now, last word here. So what if I told you that Carlos Beltran had already, his fate had already been decided, that he is ready to raise the white flag and walk away from the Mets? Now, the internet sleuths, thank God we're alive in 2020, isn't it great? Internet investigators believe that Carlos Beltran has already turned in his resignation papers to the Mets. Now, what is my evidence on this? There's a Twitter account claiming to belong to the niece of Carlos Beltran that tweeted out on Wednesday that the what we thought was the Mets manager is stepping down from his position. He is resigning. He's quitting as the Mets manager in all this. Now, the account, which again claimed to be the niece of Carlos Beltran, has gone private, but Thank God for the screenshots. It's not diamonds that last forever. It's screenshots that last forever of random web pages. And if, before you say, well, it's probably a bogus account. It's probably somebody just pretending to be the niece of Carlos Beltran. It's got to be meaningless, Maller. Don't be dummy. Don't be a stupid person. You can't believe that. Well, okay. For context, the same Twitter account that has now gone private that broke the news that Carlos Beltran is stepping away from the Mets also broke the news that Carlos Beltran had been hired by the Mets three days before Beltran was named the Mets manager. That same Twitter account, the person claiming to be the niece of Carlos Beltran, whoever that is, if it's actually a a niece, maybe not, maybe some uh, 80-year-old dude or something. I don't know. Maybe it's Skeeter in Montana who might be doing that on a burner account or something like that. But here's the way it works. If Beltran stays with the Mets – then this is going to be a running sidebar all season in Queens. Any stretch, the Mets play well, and even the worst teams in baseball have a couple of weeks where they play well. Any period of time the Mets play good baseball, there will be whispers in hushed tones, and there will be accusations that will be raised. Any sounds that are made during Mets games, uh, you know, somebody hits a home run for the Mets, and then there's a sound just before the pitch, People are going to say, wait a minute, are are they doing the Astro? Are they doing the Astro dance? Is that what they're doing? Yeah, they might be doing it. How do you know? Yeah, so it's it's better just to fire him now and, and distance yourself from this. He's dirty. Get some soap. And uh, and scrub a dub dub, uh, wash your hands and all that stuff. Now, who are they going to hire as the new Mets manager once they? Because you you fire the guy, you get a, you know, they say he's going to resign, but he, he's fired. Uh, who do you bring in? Well, Terry Collins would love to manage the Mets again. Terry Collins would go crazy to manage the Mets again. He'd love that. And Dusty Baker is out there. Buck Showalter, bring him back to New York. All those guys would love to manage the. The Mets and a bunch of no-names that we have no idea who they are. Faceless, anonymous people would love to manage the Mets. But Brody Van Wagenen, the general manager. Now I who? Think not gonna, I would be surprised if he hires a big name. He, he, to do that, he'd have to be forced by ownership. Now, I don't know the guy, but just reading about him and seeing his news conferences, he sounds like the kind of guy that would just hire one of his former clients. He used to be an agent. 
and hire whoever that could be as his, his manager. And if not, he'll find some peasant where he can get more of the clout. <laughs> be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. If you're 21 years old and use nicotine or tobacco, I'm here to tell you about Black Buffalo and how it's redefining tradition for millions of adult consumers. So if you're over 21, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. Warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults aged 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. Hey, Smaller here. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So Louisiana State, we're going to get to this in a minute. Now, i got a, a full bank here. Everyone wants to talk about the Astros. I think everyone's in agreement here that they should have to give up the 2017 World Series. The Los Angeles City Council, I, I would say all these people are, are great politicians uh, on the L.A. City Council. They're going to vote on a resolution to force Major League Baseball to retract the Astros and Red Sox championship trophies because they cheated. Uh, so we'll get, we're going to get back to that. So just pay attention. But there's other stuff going on, too. So not even 48 hours had transpired. I don't even think an hour had transpired before these videos started popping up after LSU. I think the game just ended, by the way. LSU beating Clemson in a five-hour monstrosity. But 
scandal, the cloud of scandal, following around Louisiana State in Baton Rouge. Now, this all compliments a very, very prominent member of the Football Alumni Association. If you haven't been paying attention, bad job by you, Odell Beckham Jr., OBJ. That's right, Odell Beckham. This is great. So LSU wins the national championship of college football, and within about 10 minutes, they're in hot water because uh, there's an investigation. LSU is looking into the Cleveland Browns receiver who was handing out mucho dinero to LSU players following the playoff title and just grabbing wads of money. Just wads of money. Here you go. Knock yourself out. Have a good day. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, now he did it on the field. Apparently he did it in the locker room also. It was all recorded for posterity's sake. So you don't exactly have to be Kirk Herbstreit to know that handing out wads of money to college football players while they're still in uniform is shunned upon by the NCAA. It's an NCAA violation. Now, my favorite part of this story is the athletic – Director, the associate athletic director in Baton Rouge, Robert Munson, who insisted for about 24 hours that all of this cash was fake, that it was fake money, it wasn't real money, it was all for show. It was all for show, and that's it. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Now, LSU planned to interview both the players and, you know, Beckham handed the, the money out to them. I likely would talk to Odell Beckham to try to determine what was going on. So we have some updates on this, but let's discuss what do you make of Odell Beckham handing out dough to LSU players? Uh, I've got Parallel Dimension, On Brand, and Beanbag, and we will put all these things together into a case, the same trophy case that will hold the Dodgers 2017-2018 World Series Championship trophies. Same case. Uh, Number one. Number one. For Odell Beckham, we know that he's not the brightest bulb in the bunch. We we know that. I mean, he does he does things like this, which is good for talk radio. Is good for talk radio. He is an example. I would say example A, Odell Beckham. Although some would say example B, bunch of hookers and cocaine. Well, he's done that too. Uh, but for those that say football players are just meathead dingleberries, there's a crowd that still says that. Oh, football player, just a football player. He's a meathead. Uh, well, okay. Uh, it's hard to argue. It's it's hard to argue uh, with with Odell Beckham. And, and while I support college players getting paid, and I've done many monologues over the years here behind my bully pulpit that say that players should get paid, under the current rules, you cannot be handing out wads of cash on the field after the game. It's not the way it works. What a knucklehead. So I, I'm thinking Beckham is living in some kind of parallel dimension. He's been a big effing deal. For several years now, Odell Beckham, and when you get to that level of celebrity, you are surrounded by what, what I like to call the blind sheep, right? The, the people that really take good care of you. They scratch your back. You get a bubble bath every day. Uh, they really look out for you. They suck your toes. They love you. They can't get enough of you. And these people are all around him, and so he's just he's out of it. He, he's told all the time that he is the Prince Baller, Odell Beckham, and he doesn't have to play by the rules. OBJ, turns out he's actually the clown prince 
of uh, the NFL. It's not Antonio Brown. People think Antonio Brown's the clown prince of the NFL. Mr. Big Chest isn't actually in the NFL. So Odell Beckham actually has a contract with plausibly an NFL team, although it is the Browns. So it can't be it can't be Brown, Antonio Brown, because he's not in the NFL. Now the second thing, as my man, my hood expert, Sean the Hood guy, reminded us in a previous episode of the show here, Odell Beckham should have taken a page out of Tony Soprano's playbook. And he, he should have handed out the cash in envelopes, right? Put it in a nice vanilla envelope. Uh, just knock yourself out. Knock yourself out. You're, allowed, you're not allowed to make it rain, but you can make it rain if it's in an envelope. That's allowed. Because you don't know what's in the envelope. He said, well, it's not. That's how they paid college players for years. They just hand them envelopes of cash. It's non-traceable, and you're good. You're on your way. Uh, and, and in many ways, Odell Beckham was paying tribute to the Houston Astros. I'm going to tie all these things together. He was paying tribute to the Astros because A.J. Hinch and the Astros and Alex Cora and Carlos Beltran and George Springer, Altuve, and all those guys from Houston, they were doing it right in your face. They were, the, they were bang, bang during the World Series. Okay. They had a racist player, Yuli Gurriel, mock a Dodger player while they were stealing signs from that Dodger player. He's making offensive gestures to, to you, Darvish. And uh, that's a lot of a lot of chutzpah by the Houston Astros. So really, what Odell Beckham was doing was like, "Hey, if the Astros can do it, I'll do it too. I'll do it right out in the open. I'm not going to hide it. Uh, here I am. I'm OBJ. And what you going to do about it? Right? And then you do nothing." And he tossed out legal tender right in front of CNN's camera crew that was that was on the field. No decorum. Now, I also have a theory on Beckham, uh, a, a sidebar theory here. And a part of it is he got caught up in the moment. He was partying. He looked like his eyes were a little glazed over there. He was having a good time. He really enjoyed himself. Now, I'm not saying that he did party drugs. He would never do party drugs. I am not saying that Odell Beckham was high as the roof at the Superdome. I am not saying that. Do not say that I said that. I did not say that. I did not. Wash your mouth out with soap and water if you think I said it. A bunch of hookers and cocaine. I know there's videos of him and all that. I know there's videos of him with a, a beautiful Instagram booty model and some white powder with a, a little plastic thing they were chopping it up with. But you know, that was probably fake, too. That was probably fake, too. But this is on brand. Okay, it's on brand for Odell Beckham. So he was having a good time, had a couple of pops or other things. And, you know, I'm going to have some fun here. He knew this video was going to go viral. Everything he does pretty much these days seemingly goes viral, although he's in Cleveland, so I guess maybe not as much now that he's in Cleveland. But Beckham's all about social media clout. That's what he's all about. I'm the same way. I'm on Instagram now. I'm a booty model on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I don't know if you know this. My name is Ben Maller. I am a part-time booty model on the gram. That's right. True. No, I'm not making it up. I get a few more followers, though. It's kind of embarrassing. I'm late to the party, though. It's a problem. So. Find me there on the... On the Instagram. So, but El- Odell Beckham, uh, I think he-, he knows the red light is always on. And I'm not talking about the red light district in Amsterdam. I'm talking about the red light on the camera is what I'm talking about. And the football establishment, you know, the bellyache and all that stuff. But this plays well with his base. Like Beckham's video, which he didn't even benefit really from, it went viral. Got his name out there. was trending topic. All eyes on me. That's the mantra of Odell Beckham. Now, final point. So in terms of the initial claims from LSU that Odell Beckham handed out counterfeit money, 
From the very beginning, when I saw these headlines, I laughed. I said, that is such a ridiculous, farcical story, as Al Michaels would say. It is absolutely ludicrous to think that Odell Beckham, in the state of mind he appeared to be in after that LSU game, banging on the walls so excited, he was so happy, that he just happened to have wads of Mickey Mouse dollars, Monopoly money, just in case LSU won the game. You would have to be a total rube to think that was plausible. And then Joe Burrow confirmed on a podcast that since he's no longer a student athlete, that uh, they were legit. They were they were all kosher. That, that money was legit money. Of course they were. Now, finally, LSU's athletic department acknowledged the Komodo dragon in the room. The school says they were in contact already with the NCAA and the Southeastern Conference. So what's going to happen? We know that Beckham handed money out to these particular players. It's documented with the video. So what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen? Slap on the wrist. Beanbag would be thrown at LSU. That's what's going to happen. And Ohio State's going to get upset. Clemson will be annoyed. Some people from Alabama will be upset also. And it's this is not – the NCAA is not going to bring the ax down on top of Louisiana State. Was this an impermissible benefit? Yes. Of course. It's on the, it's on the video. It's all right there. LSU, here's what's going to happen. They will have the players that receive the cash. Well, some of them have already declared for the NFL. The ones that haven't, that will be back at LSU, they will be requested to give back the money. Give it back now. Give it back. Uh, They'll give back the money, and they will not get any real punishment. They will be as punished as much as George Springer, Jose Altuve, and Alex Bregman were punished for their shenanigans shall we say, in the in the World Series. All right, Spen Maller's show on Fox. Now, speaking of that, Lee from Seattle, I call him Jaeger Shot Lee, Lee says in concerning the Bang Bang Astros case, clawbacks continued, as in owner of Big Bang Astros paying all L.A. Dodger fans who went to World Series games in 2017 and 2018 all other fans in the American League who went to Bang Bang Astros between 17 and 19 and the Cheating Cora's Red Sox in 2018. So Lee Lee would like money paid out. I know, Roberto, you fully support that. Roberto, you would like to yep. get a little money back there. You're still paying off those World Series tickets, yes? Yes. Yeah. It's a very pricey uh, event uh, for you. I have yet to see a class action lawsuit. I know that's coming, though. There will be a class action lawsuit that's going to be filed. I Pref- asked my brother-in-law about that. He told me to go to small claims court. Are you going to take the? Are you going to sue the Dodgers? Who are you going to sue? I'm the- suing the Astros. Okay, the Astros. And you are you planning on legitimately suing the Houston Astros? I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I, I support that. I I support that. Can I be a character witness? Yes. Yeah. Do you actually have to go to court in small claims court, or you can just file the paperwork? I, I, I think you have to go to court. You have to go to court. Yeah. But that's during the day. Do they have night court? Like, because we work at night. That was so a good show. That was a good show back in the day. The Bull. Remember the Bull? Yeah. He just died a couple <laughs> yeah. of years ago. Maybe last year. Yeah, the Bull. All right, Spend Maller's show on Fox. Well, good luck, Roberto. Roberto, I didn't know. He's going to sue the, the Astros. Yeah. You should sue Major League Baseball also. Can I sue the whole city of Houston? Here's what you got to do. You got to sue for your money back for the World Series ticket. Then say you bought World Series memorabilia, which you did, uh, and then say, I need my money back for that because it's all tarnished. You know, I have a daughter. And I don't want my daughter to grow up and see that that memorabilia. Yeah, then, my lawyer told me I can sue for damages. Yeah. 
Yeah, bring a kid in because when they see kids, little kids, your daughter's very cute. So when they see a little cute girl, they'll be like, oh, I just hand that guy the money. Next. All right. You know, the Astros are guilty on all charges. Next. All right, to the phones we go. Mitchell is in Ohio, and he is next. Hello, Mitchell. Hey, what's up, Ben? Hey, I just want to tell you, uh, I totally agree that uh, those... I, lo- I love that you uh, you opened your door just at the time that you, you got on the air. I love that. That was my seatbelt. Oh, that was your seatbelt. Make sure you fasten your seatbelt. I don't want you to, to die. You know, they'll it's see they'll cool. see you before you see them. That's true, but it's actually the law in Ohio when you're passing papers or mail, you don't have to wear a belt. So. Really? Which was yeah. Are you? It's in the law. So yeah, you? Because for a long time, for a long time, I'd get pulled over and the cops would never say anything about it. And so my buddy one day was like, "I'm gonna look this up," and it says it right in the law. It rattles off what the law is, and it says at the bottom it says exceptions to this law: mail and paper carriers. Wow, who knew? You learn something new every day. I had no idea. So you you're you can be a lawbreaker, but you're not really a lawbreaker because it's allowed for you to break the law. Yeah, right. I got you. All right, what what's up, Mitchell? What do you got, man? I just want to tell you, I totally agree. Those championships should be vacated because they didn't get those on their human ability or on their athletic ability. They they straight up cheated to get those. No need to clap, Eddie. There's no need to clap. As far as giving them to the Dodgers, I think that should be up to the Dodgers because I bet if you polled a lot of the players and coaches and stuff, they would say they didn't want it that way. But with all that being said, I think they should look into what all the Astros and Red Sox were doing and try to pick up some of that stuff for the future because, uh, you know, they were pretty well hitting the ball. And that's why, don't, why, don't your Major C- League well, Mitchell, why don't your Cincinnati Reds do some of that stuff? How about that? Exactly. I agree. There you go. Well, I want it to be legal first. I wouldn't want them to do it illegally like the Red Sox and Astros did. But I just think they should try to make some of this stuff illegal because, like you said, they was hitting just about every damn thing. And in baseball, well, these like days, science, like, science <laughs> if, if you – we talked about the other day. But if you are, are sloppy giving sl- signs and you are able to decipher what the signs are, that's allowed. You're just not allowed to use a camera in center field. When I was a young, uh, young guy going to games and I was in the first in the media, there were all these old guys, like 80-year-old guys in uniform – that were around just to detect signs, to find tells. And, they, you know, I remember uh, Jimmy Reese. Uh, there's an outdated uh, reference, but uh, he, was a, he was like Babe Ruth. He was Babe Ruth's roommate with the Yankees, and he was a coach, he, a great fungo hitter with the Angels when I first started around them. And he was around because he was really good at figuring out the other team's signs. But it wasn't illegal. It's not illegal. It's still not illegal. If you're, that's why they're called signs. But if you use a camera, it's not stealing signs. It's you know exactly what's going on. You've got a, a tight camera shot on the catcher's groin area, and you see what's going on. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. 
Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. If you're 21 years old and use nicotine or tobacco, I'm here to tell you about Black Buffalo and how it's redefining tradition for millions of adult consumers. So if you're over 21, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults aged 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. Hey, Smaller here. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash SportsTireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. Did they have to pay for that or did they get it for free? How about that? To the third degree. Trade it out. Yeah, probably. This is one big official gets it's like, it's like radio, right? Yeah, it's the same thing. We'll do a trade. We'll do a trade. All right, go ahead, Coop. What do we have here? Before the Clippers game against the Cavs, Clips assistant coach Ty Lue threw some shade at the Cavs organization for getting rid of him so soon after he won a championship with the squad. Ben, do you think uh, Ty Lue will ever get another head coaching shot? Well, yeah, he's what is he, in his 40s, his early 40s. He's going to be around the NBA another 20 years. The law of averages say he's going to get another shot. Now, I think he had nothing to do with the Cavaliers winning the championship. It was all LeBron and Kyrie Irving and those guys. He was on the gravy train for LeBron James. In fact, I would argue Ty Lue was a hindrance. Remember his famous moment as coach? When uh, I believe he was the coach of the Cavs when J.R. Smith didn't know the uh, the game situation. So, but he will get another opportunity because he's part of the fraternity. Next, with Luke Keekley announcing his retirement, he will become eligible for the Hall of Fame at 34 years old. Now, if he yeah. makes it on the first ballot, he will tie Gail Sayers as the youngest ever in the Hall. Ben is Keekley first ballot? Uh, no. Uh, he's not going to be the first ballot. This is a disjointed, subjective process. He will eventually get in the Hall of Fame, but he's not going to go in the first ballot. With, with very few exceptions, the people that retire early and people think they didn't have to retire early, there's a punishment. They have to wait a little bit to get in the Hall of Fame. And secondly, the, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, which I'm down on right now, uh, they they have to induct a minimum number of players each year. So eventually Luke Keekley's number will pop up, but the Kansas Comet, his record's safe uh, for now as far as being the youngest. All right, next. 
Ben, as of now, there are four teams in the NBA with a win percentage below 300. That would be the Cavs, the Knicks, the Hawks, and the Warriors. Now, aside from Golden State, who are obviously in this position due to uh, injuries, which team do you think will turn things around first? All right, so I think this is easy. I, I'm going to go out of that list. You said Cavs, Knicks, and Hawks, and Warriors. I'm going to go with Atlanta. They're in the East, which is the softer conference. They have the great building block, Trey Young. They've got him. That guy, John Collins, is not a terrible big guy. Uh, you just have to fill out the roster with secondary players, uh, ancillary uh, players, the players around the core of uh, Trey Young. Like the Knicks are going to continue to suck because they've got the demon James Dolan owning the team. The Cavs are just waiting around to get another LeBron James, LeBron Jr., Bronny. So I am going to go with my Atlanta Hawks. Boom shakalaka for the Hawks. Uh, tribute to Wheels. How do we do, Kubaloo? Benny passes it. That is a winner. You can put it on the board. Yeah. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, let's get to it right now. Here we go. Hit that button. It's now time for... Ask Ben, brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you treat you for the rest of the hour. These are actual questions for actual listeners like yourself. Over to Coop. All right, Ben, we're going to start with a question for you. All right. Uh, This is from Christina. Hi, Christina. Are you going to hang up the picture with me and Ed from Spokane in your office like you said you would (laughs) if we made the Seattle event happen? It's okay if you don't. It was awesome meeting you. Well, Christina, it was great meeting you and Ed. Uh, you guys were fun. I had a good time with you guys, uh, and Ed was wonderful with the bullhorn and all that, and you were great. Uh, yeah, I plan on getting a photo blown up. Uh, there's two pictures I got to get to put in my uh, my office. I got to get that and from the Boston meet and greet back in April with Jim in Providence and Whoopi Pie Blair and Wayne from Southie and, and that whole crowd. So, yeah, I, I plan on doing that. So I'll go to Costco Photo is what I do, Coop. I get the photo blown up at Costco. It's my move. All right, next. With the uh, oh, this is also for you, Ben. All this right, is from back to Tro- back and belly to belly. Troy on Facebook. Hi, Troy. Uh, with the podcast studio set up in the Mallard Mansion, if yeah. given the chance from Fox, would you ever consider doing the show itself from your bunker instead of driving that far to come in every night? Well, no, I, I like coming to the radio station. Now, occasionally, I might have to hey, do the what? show, uh, and I like coming in here. Uh, seeing your you guys smiling faces, who wouldn't like coming in and seeing that? But uh, you would not do it because you would want to save the gas money. You mean I would stay home? And you would do stay it? home. Well, no. I, I, occasionally, I, I might have to do it from the home, you know, where I do the podcast from, but probably not. I mean, I, I when I do it though, I feel like I'm like Steve Harvey who does the show from home, or Limbaugh who does the show from home. I feel like one of those like big radio stars when you do it from home. You feel like oh, but no, I, I like coming into the radio. I like the excitement. I'm I'm still a radio nerd at heart, and I like the excitement of coming into the building and, and seeing all the microphones and all that. So I think it's pretty cool. So, but occasionally I will probably have to do it uh, from there. Uh, if there's you know maybe there's a big traffic jam and I can't make it in. All right, next. All right, this question is for everybody. This is from Dave on Facebook. Hi, Dave. Uh, what was your first plane trip? Where did you go? Uh, I was a kid, and I, I barely remember. I, I know I ended up in Hawaii when I was a kid on like a family vacation, so I believe that was the first. I have photographic evidence that that's the first trip, and then and also Chicago. I don't even know if Chicago or Hawaii, one of those two. What about you, Eddie? Well, I mean, I don't know that I, re- I don't remember it. But I don't either. I, I don't remember I was trips. born in Hawaii, and we eventually moved to California, so you took a boat. we took a plane. I don't know. Maybe you took a boat. Did not take a boat. Okay. All right. Roberto? 
First plane ride? Uh, probably was Mexico. I kind of remember, but I was a, a kid, so I don't really remember too much. Were then you, when I, then were I went you to, flying from here to Mexico? Yeah, okay, yeah. I got you. Yeah. Okay, very good. And then you, uh, to Chicago. What part of Mexico is your family in, Roberto? Like what, where we? Zacatecas and Jalisco. Now, what part? Like, I don't know. Mexico is a huge country. So is that like in the southern middle part? Middle part. Middle, middle part. part. All yeah. right. Middle part. Centrally located. Yes. What about you, Kupalu? Uh I also do not remember, but I know that my first uh, plane trip was to New Jersey. The Garden oh, State. Yeah. Yep. Beautiful New Jersey. Yep. Visiting uh, my mom's best friend. Really? Oh. Interesting. All right. It's Ask Ben your questions. You by yourself? No. Oh. All right. <laughs> 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 hey, Coop, why don't you go yeah. fly and visit my best put him on the plane. I'll stay home. <laughs> they put him know. on the plane as he get out of here. Go away. All right, to ask Ben, your questions are answered. <laughs> this one's from Ernie. This is for you, Ben. The great opiner. Yes. Uh, he says, Ben, yeah. be openly honest here. Oh, was, there, was there a specific time during the Mallard Militia March in Seattle that you said to yourself, what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. no uh, I, I am a bit of an introvert, but I, the only time I felt really un- uncomfortable where I wanted, there were two times I felt like I was like, uh, I wanted to squirm like the, one of these baseball people. One was when I walked into the restaurant, they were chanting my name, like half the <laughs> restaurant. I wanted to, I wanted to, you know that, uh, you know that meme where, uh, you know, Grandpa Simpson walks in and turns around and walks out? I wanted to do that. I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm here, I'm leaving. And then when we were marching like a bunch of banshees through Seattle and Ed was uh, chanting my name. In fact, David had a good point. I I was in the front because I didn't want to look back and see what was going on. <laughs> so so I was in the front and everyone was like looking at us and I'm holding uh, Roberto's fat head. But other than that, everyone was very nice and I had a great time. But those were the two times I was like, oh, man. Jay Scoop, get me out of here, man. You know, Beam me up, Scotty. All right, next – uh, this one's for everybody. I feel like this is pretty easy, but we'll we'll, we'll see. That's right. uh, from the little troller. Hi, troller. Would you rather always stink and not know it, huh. or smell something that stinks that no one else smells? Yeah, I think you'd rather stink and not know it. And I'll tell you why. Because my wife smells everything. She is like uber smelling, and it annoys me because <laughs> I don't smell these. You know, what I mean? she has the intense hearing and smelling. And I have terrible hearing because I've worked in radio my entire adult life, so I don't hear a lot of uh, like small sounds. She hears everything. She's annoyed by people. She has misophonia. When she hears people chewing food, she gets uh, bothered. But yeah, the smell thing, she's I got very sense. I, it bothers me. So yeah, I'd rather just stink and not know it. What about you, Eddie? Yeah, I I, I totally agree, Roberto. What? Oh my god. Yeah, I'd rather stink and not know it, man. Coop, you know how many nasty smells yeah, are out I there. I know, Coop? man. Jeez. I know, but I would not be the want, want to be the one that smells. Like, yeah, I don't know it, but everybody else does. So ah, eventually, you're gonna figure it out because nobody's gonna be coming around you to hang out. It's uh, just gonna, uh, it's gonna, you're gonna run out of friends. Yeah. But you gotta be with yourself twenty four seven. I don't want to yeah. smell it. Uh, I don't know. I, I make fake friends on the internet. That's what a lot of I'm. I'm, I'm shocked by all all of your guys' answers. I'm, I'm like, by myself. if you don't know, you know. Well, it's, well it's, I mean, it's some, not. A, it's not a lie if you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I would want to have sex again sometime in my life, and I feel like that. Well, you just have to smell. You have to girl. find a stinky yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's there a go. woman that smells just as bad as that. So, yeah, there you go. All right, ask Ben. Just hold your nose. Yeah, 
You can do that too. I was in Vegas uh, a couple weeks ago during my hiatus, and there was a sewer leak at the arena, the Golden Knights Arena. That whole part of the strip smelled like raw feces. It was so disgusting. <laughs> that I smelled. That I smelled. All right, Coop, what's next? I'll do Quickly. a quick one. This is for you guys, pretty All much. Right. Uh, from Alexander on Facebook, what is your favorite tequila? I'm not a big tequila drinker, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, if somebody gives me a shot or whatever, I'll take it. What about you, uh, Yeah, Eddie? same here. I, yeah. Whatever you give me is fine. Now, Roberto. Ah, Don Julio, all the way, baby. Don, Don Julio. Julio Real. Yeah. All the is way. Is it the same? Is tequila the same as vodka, where like there's only one type of vodka, they just use different bottles? Is it the same with tequila, or is it different? No, it's Well, there's different. like gold tequila and silver yeah, tequila. Yeah, silver's there's nasty. There's only one vodka, Silver's right? nasty. There's only one kind the Julio of Julio Real. Stay away from it. Nasty boys. Reposado. What? Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at Viking.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.